Hi y'all, this is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer that this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement this week. You can also find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Let's get started. Hi, y'all. Carrie D here, and welcome to 2024. You know, I just wanted to take a few minutes, or actually just a few seconds here. Um, I'm back in my recording closet, aka my husband's uh, clothes closet, and I'm super excited about 2024 and doing these podcast episodes for you. And I am just so humbled that you guys listen every single week. And I just never thought I'd ever be doing something like this. And I just wanted to let you know how much I thoroughly enjoy doing these and um, getting your messages and direct uh, emails and and just your comments and your words of encouragement. And I just wanted to take an opportunity at the beginning of this new year to just really thank you from my heart for subscribing and tuning in every single week and just putting up with me. So thank you for allowing me to walk on this homeschooling journey with you. And I just really love it. So thank you for the opportunity. All right. So I am a huge Billy Crystal fan. Now I'm dating myself here, but one of my favorite movies of all time is City Slickers. Now, if you haven't seen it, it's about a man having a midlife crisis. So he goes on a cattle drive. Uh, Right there. I don't understand that. But anyway, he goes on a cattle drive with a few of his guy friends, hoping to reignite his passion for living. What he finds instead is, is his purpose in life. Now, Mitch, a.k.a. Billy Crystal, and his friends are escorted on this cattle drive by a crusty old cowboy who, by the way, has very little patience for city slickers. Now, in one of my favorite scenes, Curly, the hardcore cowboy, and Mitch, the city slicker, are riding along a trail engaged in a very interesting conversation about love, life choices, and the meaning of life. Now, at some point, Curly turns to Mitch and says, do you know what the secret of life is? And Mitch replies, no, what, Curly? Curly the cowboy holds up his index finger and says, this. Well, Mitch says, your finger? That's the meaning meaning of life? Then, using some rather colorful language, which I won't share with you here, Curly goes on to explain, no, there's only one thing that matters in life. And Mitch says, well, that's great. But what's that one thing? Curly's response was, that's what you've got to figure out. I love this line and I love that quote. It's one thing. Now, overall, we know the one thing is Jesus. But I want us to use Curly's advice in this new year for our homeschooling. Let's talk about your one thing. Now it's a new year. This week, I want to share the importance of using the new year and the month of January as a time of reflection and readjustment. 
In January, it can be hard getting back to lessons unless you change your perspective. Now, if you're dreading starting up lessons again this week, then this week's goal-setting episode will help you look forward to starting fresh. Now, if you're brand new to homeschooling and you officially started homeschooling like today, this week's evaluation and time of reflection will help you prepare and plan for your new way of educating. This is my favorite time of the year to evaluate and assess last year. It's a great time for a mid-year evaluation, even if you're coming home to homeschool for the first time. It's a perfect time to consider what's been working and what hasn't been working and what actually didn't start going at all. And it's also my favorite time of the year to dream and to plan and to pray about the new year. After all the holiday hype, for many of us, January is often a slower month with regards to outside distractions and activities too. The seasonal reprieve affords us the time to implement any changes we might want to make. Now in years past, I spent most of the break thinking over what was working, what wasn't working, and what we needed to emphasize in the final semester of our year. This is a great time of the year to reassess everything. Not just the academics, but character issues, relationships, chores, habits, and spiritual training. Now, in our first Coffee House Coffee and Conversation this past Monday night, the moms and I talked about this very thing. Whether you're brand new to homeschooling or this is your last year on the journey, it's always a little daunting when you sit down and realize that you are solely responsible for the entire education of your child. And then taking that leap of faith to get started, well, it's so, so hard. There's nothing worse than starting the homeschooling adventure or a new homeschool year without a plan of action or starting the year off without any goals. January is a great time to look ahead and plan ahead. I know that I always stress how important it is to start homeschooling with the end in mind, but it's so true. So if you haven't created a homeschool mission statement yet, I will get you to create one. And perhaps this is the year you'll finally do it. Or if you do have a mission statement, then I want you to take it out. I want you to read it again, revise it a little bit if needed, and pray over it. Now, if you don't have a homeschool mission statement, check out episode number 79, Don't Homeschool Without This. I explain why you should have a homeschool mission statement, and I walk you through the process of creating one. You can also read my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. In chapter eight, I share even more about creating a mission statement with examples and personal stories. So why is it so important to have a plan, a vision for your home education? Well, if you don't know where you want your kids to be at the end of your homeschooling journey, then they will most certainly end up someplace else. And if you don't know what you want them to learn by the end of each school year, then they will most certainly miss out on something. Now, I'm a planner. I love to plan. I love to set goals. I love to mark off goals when they're accomplished. I love planning and assessing and setting goals in January and in the beginning of a new year. Create a planning or goal setting system that works for you. Whatever system works best for you, use it. But I do recommend that whatever system you use to put it in writing in some way. Don't just rely on your memory. I'm a writer and a writing teacher, so I love the practice of doing a brain dump. A brain dump is the process of just writing out what's swirling around in your head. Once you see it in writing, 
what you want to do, what you need to do, what you want to change. It helps you figure out steps to accomplishing those dreams and goals. And it also helps you spot patterns and themes. Maybe money and finances keeps coming up. Maybe health issues keep coming up. Maybe it's organization and time management topic. Maybe it's spiritual. Many of your topics have to do with your walk with the Lord or a child's walk with the Lord. Maybe the things that keep coming up is a strength that you want to capitalize on. Or maybe it's a weakness that needs to be strengthened or a vice that needs to be eliminated. Doing a brain dump or writing down your goals or dreams also adds some accountability too. I don't know about you, but my written to-do list has a lot of power over me. Each day, I have a clear mission to accomplish, and boy, does it feel good when all or at least most of those items are ticked off each day. Writing down your yearly goals has that same effect. Now, my planning and goal setting system is pretty simple. I start with my one thing for the year, you know, Curly from City Slicker. Then I write one or two goals for myself in these four additional areas, spiritual, academic or educational, physical or health, character or relationship. And then I do the same exact thing for each kit. As we make a list of New Year's resolutions, do some goal setting for your homeschooling too. Now, let's start with that one thing. Now, if you want to have a successful homeschool journey, you need to take Curly's advice. You need to focus on your one thing. So, what is your one thing? What is your why? Why have you chosen to homeschool? Why do you continue to homeschool year after year? Why do you think God has called you home or has called you to stay home? The first question to ask is, what is your why? What is your one thing? What is your ultimate goal for you and your family? Is it to teach biblical truths? Is it to walk in freedom? Maybe it's to build a solid foundation on God's word. Or maybe it's to infuse Christian values into every aspect of your child's education. What do you hope your child will either love, know, be, and or do at the end of their homeschooling journey? Think about it. Start with the one thing for your homeschool year, your why. Once you have this narrowed down, it will help you assess everything else. Like for instance, if your why is to have a Christ-centered home education, then if family devotions or prayer time isn't happening, then that's an area to focus on in the new year. Or if you're trying to decide on a curriculum to use or eliminate, or maybe a class to take or a class to drop, and the curriculum or the class doesn't point to Jesus, then perhaps that's the one thing you change in the new year. Or maybe perhaps your why is to make learning a lifestyle or to encourage your child to be a lifelong learner. Then trying to follow strict schedules or standard-based teacher guides will be counterintuitive to your one thing. Or perhaps using a block schedule is better for your family or using a more unschooling, relaxed approach to learning is a better fit for you in 2024. Just make sure you figure out what your one thing is and how you will focus on it in the new year. Okay, now that you have your one thing, the most important thing you want to concentrate on this year, let's do some goal setting. Let's ask some questions to help you assess the past year to help you set realistic goals for this year 
and to plan the next year. Okay, so think about these things. What's going well? What are your wins? What are some things you and your kids have accomplished this year? What are some major milestones you and your kids have achieved in the past year? Thank the Lord for those things. Take the win and do a happy dance. Now, write down some of the things that contributed to those successes. What did you or your kids do or not do this past year that made those things happen? Make sure to include those things in this year's goals and plan of action. It worked, so keep doing what works until it doesn't work anymore. Okay, next, think about these things. What are some things that didn't go well? What are some challenges that you or a child faced this past year? What are some of the ultimate failures? Honestly, when you were asking those questions, what was the first thing that came to mind? Pray about why those things didn't work the way you had planned. Then ask your husband what he thinks. And ask your kids if they're old enough what they think. Try to pinpoint what actions or choices or curriculum that you used that perhaps made things worse instead of better. Why didn't it get going at all? Did you want to read aloud more this year or at least read aloud more consistently this past year, but that never happened? Or what is sucking the joy out of you and your kids? Now brainstorm at least three changes that you can make this year or three possible solutions to fix these problems. What things can be changed or removed? All right, now let's focus on some specific goals. Let's start with us, the mom. How is your spiritual life? How's your walk with the Lord? Set one spiritual goal for yourself. Now, are you feeling closer to the Lord this year? If so, why do you think that is? And make a plan to keep doing that. Then write your plan down. Or maybe something is lacking in your spiritual life. Maybe it's an attitude or a behavior or what's missing. Pray about it and ask God for wisdom on what he would like for you to do differently this coming year. Once you figure that out, put it in writing as a goal or as a way to fix it. All right, let's look at the next one. What academic or educational goal can you set for yourself this year? Now, the beauty of homeschooling is we get to learn right alongside of our kids. So what new skill can you learn this year? Or what new books can you read this year? Or what new venture can you start this coming year? Let your kids see that you're still learning and that you enjoy the process too. All right, my favorite, ha, huh, that's a joke. Uh, what physical goal can you set for yourself this year? Maybe you're already in great shape with lots of healthy habits. You go, girl, keep it up. Brainstorm what's working and why and write down a new goal for yourself to keep improving in this area. Now, if you're lacking in this area, then be honest with yourself and try to figure out what's the root of the issue. Maybe being more active is always your New Year's resolution and year after year, you always fail. Why is that? Are your expectations unrealistic, maybe? Is it a time management thing? Is it you need a friend to hold you accountable? Now set one, you heard me, one realistic physical goal for yourself this year and concentrate on that one thing. 
You will have a better chance of meeting that goal if you only have one physical goal to focus on. All right, now set a character or relationship goal for yourself. Is there a character trait or maybe a habit you have that continually gets in your way? Maybe your procrastination is not only affecting you, but it's affecting your kids, your hubby, your homeschooling, your job, and maybe even your church ministry. Maybe anger gets in the way of your thinking and dictates your immediate reaction to everything. Or maybe you have the gift of hospitality, but this past year you haven't really reached out like you have in the past, or you haven't opened up your home to friends who need some TLC like you used to do in years past. Is there a relationship that's very important to you, but it's going sideways lately? Maybe you and your teenage daughter argue more than you laugh or have fun together. Pray about your character or relationship challenges this past year. Then ask God to show you what needs to change or what you need to focus on this coming year. Then don't forget to write it down. Now, once you set goals for yourself and your overall homeschooling goal, you know, your one thing, then do the same for each child. Write out a spiritual, academic, physical, and character goal for each of your kids. Now, if your child is older, then ask him or her to add a personal goal to each of these areas as well. You will be amazed at what they come up with and how scary accurate they can be when evaluating their own strengths and weaknesses. For example, your son might have a horrible attitude when you sit down to do family devotions each morning, or he can't sit still while praying, or he's always interrupting you when you read the Bible. Set a spiritual goal for him in this area. Or maybe your teen still doesn't have a habit of a personal quiet time with the Lord. Set this as a spiritual goal for him in the coming year. Or let's say your fifth grader still has awful handwriting or is an awful speller. Then set one academic goal this year to improve their handwriting or their spelling. And spend more of your time focusing on this one skill or this one academic area this year. And do the same for physical activity. Perhaps your daughter doesn't make the healthiest of food choices. Then set this as a physical goal for her this year. And finally, focus on one character trait or one habit you feel your child needs to develop or improve. Maybe it's time management. Maybe it's personal hygiene. Maybe it's doing work with a joyful attitude. Whatever it is, pick one area to focus on this year. Otherwise, it will just be too overwhelming for your child. He'll feel like a failure when he can't live up to the mountain of character and habit goals that you've set before him. Now, here are a few other questions to ask yourself and your family as you reflect on this past year that will help you set personal, spiritual, and academic goals for the new year. Here's the first one to think about. What is one thing you are grateful for in the past year? Here's another one. What's one thing you're saying yes to in the new year? Another question. What is one thing you're saying no to in the next year? And finally, what is one big dream you have for you or your homeschooling in the new year? Now, I love these four questions. Asking yourself and your kids to pick one thing that they're grateful for forces you and your kids to see God's hand and his faithfulness in your lives and in your homeschooling. Now, I love answering the question, what will I say yes to in the new year? As a naturally pessimistic introvert, it's hard for me to say yes to things that require vulnerability 
or to say yes to new things. And I also feel guilty saying yes to things that, you know, quote unquote, pamper me. Forcing myself to commit to saying yes to one thing in the new year helps me overcome some of my negative traits and fears and helps me spend more time doing things that bring me joy and not feel guilty about it. And I think I enjoy answering the question, what I will say no to in the new year, a little too much. Y'all, boundaries are a big problem for me. I have a hard time setting boundaries and keeping them. Often my mouth blurts out yes when asked to do something before my head can catch up. So pick one thing you will commit to saying no to in the new year. Then watch how quickly your joy returns because you said no to that one thing. And finally, sharing one dream you have for yourself, for your kids, and for your, or for your homeschooling is a source of hope. Dream big, mamas. Don't limit God and what he wants to do for you and through you in 2024. And don't limit your child's dreams. They may seem impossible to us, but to them, it might be their entire world. And who knows, perhaps God has put those dreams or those goals on your teen's heart for a reason. Don't stand in the way. Use this new year to help your child set realistic goals and to pursue his or her dreams with purpose. There are a few other things you might want to reassess and readjust if necessary in the new year. Take a look at your schedules. The way we structure our day and week really dictates how well or not so well things go each day. So take out your schedule or your routine and look at it critically. What's really working? What were you hoping would work, but it just isn't? Where are you rushed? Can you pinpoint why you're so rushed? Now look at your schedule and your calendar. Take out a pencil and scratch out what's not working and be brave. Don't be a hoarder of great ideas that just don't work for you and your family. What works for your friend or your favorite Instagram person may not work for you and your family. It's okay to eliminate it and not feel guilty about it. Your sanity is more important than incorporating the latest homeschool trend. Switch things up a bit if needed. You have permission. It's a new year and a new semester. If an online or outside class isn't working, then drop it. If an activity sucks up too much money, time, or joy, eliminate it. If a subject or a lesson takes way too much time each day, then shorten it or only do it once a week or once a month. Set a time limit and stick to it. Remember, what you don't finish today, there's always tomorrow and next week. There is time to finish it, and when you homeschool, you really can't get behind. You're always progressing and learning. It just may not feel like it's at the pace you wanted it, or it may not be on the topics that you had planned. Now, shake things up a bit to help you shake the winter blues. Shaking things up a bit also keeps your lessons from becoming the same thing in day in and day out. Usually the second semester is a long stretch of time, so it's nice to add in something unique for the second half of the year. Consider adding something that you've been wanting to do but haven't had the time to do in the fall semester. Maybe it's a weekly poetry tea party or art studies or music lessons or hem studies or nature studies or weekly hikes or formal or informal cooking lessons. But keep in mind, if you found that your schedule was already on overload, then don't add anything new, okay? Now, evaluate your learning space too. 
Check out past episodes 150 and 151. They're called Simplifying Your Learning Spaces, Part 1 and 2. In last year's episode, I shared simple ways to organize or reorganize your learning space. Now, whether you have a designated school room or you do school all over the place, you will find the tips and suggestions in episodes 150 and 151 helpful, useful, and encouraging. Now, for my Coffeehouse members, this month's online workshop is Changing Our Mindset, and this month's print-ready resource is my mid-year evaluation checklist. So if you are a Coffee with Carrie Premium member, you will have access to the Changing Our Mindset seminar and my mid-year checklist resource throughout the month of January. And if you don't know what the Coffee House is or you would like to join the Coffee with Carrie Premium membership, then check out my website, coffeewithcarrie.org, for more details. All right, mamas, take a hard, honest look at your homeschooling. What is your one thing? Figure it out and Curly will be very proud of you. What realistic goals do you plan on setting for yourself, your kids, and your homeschooling? Pray about it. Talk about it with your hubby, your kids, and trusted friends. Make slight or radical changes, whatever is needed. Write some goals and New Year's resolutions. And don't spend a lot of money on new stuff. Get rid of what isn't working and look for a simpler way to do something. And remember to just breathe. God called you home for such a time as these. You've got this, Mama. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And Happy New Year. Hey, friends. I have some exciting news. In January 2024, we will be launching The Coffee House. This is a Coffee with Carrie premium membership. Members of The Coffee House will gain even more access to encouragement, worship, fellowship, and homeschooling content. Now, if you enjoy my podcast or you get a kick out of my social media posts, or you've been encouraged by one of my seminars or convention talks, then I think you will love The Coffee House. What's included in it, The Coffee House membership? Well, first, We will have monthly live Ask Me Anything sessions. If you and I have ever met for a coffee date, or if you and I have ever had a one-on-one conversation about homeschooling, then you will love this part of the coffee house. It's a monthly coffee date with me and other homeschooling moms. Now, if you subscribe to my email newsletter, then you already receive my monthly free morning time plans. Members of the Coffee House will have access to even more free homeschooling resources like recommended book lists and seasonal activities and devotions and art studies and so much more. Each month's resource is print ready. Now, for those of you who have joined me for some of my Coffee with Carrie online seminars, or you've heard me speak at conventions or conferences, then you know how much homeschooling advice I can jam into an hour. Members of the Coffee House will also have exclusive access to live online workshops throughout the year. These will be recorded and available to Coffee House members to watch throughout the month. And finally, those of you who have been asking for an audible version of my book, Just Breathe, we're making that happen for our Coffee House members. Each month, members will have exclusive access to the Audible version, which also includes updated insights that are not included in the book, as well as action steps at the end of each chapter to help you put into action the ideas in each chapter. Now this January, I hope you can join us in the coffee house when it goes live. A yearly membership is only $150. That's only $12.50 a month. 
But we want all of you to join when the Coffee House goes live. So the annual membership fee is only $99 if you join in the month of January. That's a third off. So go to coffeewithcarry.org for more information about the Coffee House. And then make sure you subscribe to my email newsletter and follow me on Instagram at coffeewithcarryconsultant so you get updates with promo codes and information about joining us January 1st. I promise that your heart and coffee cup will always be full with help, hope, and inspiration while hanging out with me at the coffee house.